The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. 526, finally Friday, 61 degrees downtown. Linda Ronstadt turns 76 today. Most successful female artist of the 70s. 100 million albums sold and made quite a career out of Not Your Song. Blue Bayou was a uh, Roy Orbison song from the early 60s. She had a top five hit with it. When I was uh, at the Kenny Chesney concert Saturday in Bozeman, sat with one of our most loyal listeners, Hank, and uh, Old Dominion doesn't have an hour's worth of hits. So they did Little Bitty, uh, 60 minutes of, of hits. It's about, what, 15 songs probably? Huh. And then they did a uh, they did a Foo Fighters song, and Hank leaned forward and goes, Hey, it's not their song. <laughs> I said, I'm so proud. But Old Dominion was good. Like I said, I like uh, I like all three acts better after seeing them in person. Slash, not real sure when I'll be in another stadium full of people. Folks, it's kind of funny because Paul and I don't talk to our coworkers much because a most of them don't get here till eight thirty, and they're on the other side of the building, and we only have a couple of people to stop by and just say, "Hey, how's it going?" So I get a lot of stuff from the Cat Country Facebook page, and you saw him yesterday putting down some of the striping and the onlys and the arrows on Maine and the Heights yesterday. And that'll be going on again today. And then we were told that they're going to start repaving 4th Avenue North today from 27th Street all the way down to 13th. So that'll be down to one lane. And as you lay in bed this morning thinking about that, if you take 4th to get home, you won't remember that until you're on your way home today. You go, oh, that's right. Alternate route or wait. I've seen people just get as far as Tiny's and park the car and wait for the traffic to go down. Sometimes it takes days. Uh, didn't go to a live after five last night, but from the pictures I've seen in the videos, it was very well attended. So I hope the uh, the baseball all-stars that came in made a whole bunch of money last night. But Paul and I were talking about that yesterday uh, after they left. They're fundraising by saying, hey, can you give us money? And back when Paul and I were that age, yeah, I'll give you money, but what are you going to do for it? Yeah. Are you going to cut grass? Are you going to rake leaves? Are you going to help me move furniture? Are you going to clean house? Are you going to wash a car? I mean, you know, especially when you're young, I realize you probably don't have any life skills yet, but you can sure as heck get the rake out and help me out here. Yeah, get an autographed jersey, raffle it, uh, a gun, something. We sold candy bars for fundraisers, yeah. magazines. Um, you know, rather than just, I'm going on a little vacation to play baseball and I need you to help pay for it for me. <laughs> I know. Sometimes those aren't, you know, the best type of things. But, right. Um but they had a GoFundMe page set up. They had that. Well, there's one good thing about the internet. If you need to raise money, you probably can. Well, Farmer, <clears throat> this is not going not gonna to surprise you, but I heard your voice in my head yesterday, and I realized the gal that was waiting on me at the pharmacy, it's not her fault, but <clears throat> I am struggling with my allergies right now, and I needed to get some Claritin D, the 12-hour yesterday, so I stopped at the pharmacy, and I just happened to glance at my phone when it started so... To get these pills that help me breathe and not cough to death took eight minutes. And the gal waiting on me is doing her paperwork, and she's just doing her job. I said, you know, it's a little sad that I could walk to the other side of the store and buy a whole carton of cigarettes, which are worse for me than Claritin D is. Yeah. And she goes, well, there's a lot of, lot of bad people out there. I said, but you punish those of us that are good. Well, what if you want recreational Claritin D? No such thing. Isn't there? No, no. And now, you know, you know what I can't do for 30 days, Paul? Hmm. Go get any more Claritin D. What if you go to a different store? Uh, I've been told that they put it in the computer. So you you can't go anywhere in the state of Montana and buy it again for 30 days. 
You want a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can have cartons of those every day. Do they limit dope? I don't know that. Hmm. Hell, if it helps with my allergies, I'm at the point I'd give it a try. Yeah. Yes, there are a lot of bad people out there, but why aren't we punishing them? Why are we punishing me? Mm-hmm. That's right. See, once again, yep. you go after society. Yep. Not not the misusers, the evildoers. You go after, so you make people, you make regular law-abiding, allergy-suffering people suffer. Right. Well, in her defense, uh, if you watch Yellowstone, you know how many meth labs are in Montana. Everybody that's got a, a, a mobile home is, is making meth. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Well, that was the downside. The upside was Thousand Island was a dollar fifty off, so I got a bunch of them. Oh, sick! <laughs> <clears throat> That's a must haven dilemma right there. Thousand Island's on sale. <laughs> Another new modern modern term that I don't care for: affordable housing. Yesterday, our governor, in an attempt to tackle Montana's housing crisis, created a new housing advisory council, twenty six member task force, twenty six people going to get together and talk about how to make housing more affordable. Well, for me, uh, when I first started out on my own and minimum wage was 310 or 315, in order to make housing affordable, I A, worked two or three jobs and I lived with between two and five people at any given point because that's how you made housing affordable. I didn't wait for the government to come in. Owning a home is part of the American dream, but for more than a decade, it's become harder for Montanans to afford to own or rent a home. Well, the rent part, the landlord buys a house, an apartment, a condo, and then the bank wants so much a month to pay for it. And if his payment is $1,000 a month, he can't rent it to you for $500 a month. It doesn't work like that. Got to be able to cover the payment, hopefully a little bit more. So, because remember, you got to pay property taxes on those and you got to cover incidentals when things go wrong with the house, just like owning mm-hmm. your own home. Mm-hmm. See, here, here we go. It's just like the Claritin. Here we go once again, rather than asking ourselves, why is this person's income level not to the point where they can afford housing. Mm-hmm. Rather than asking that, we go the other direction and we say, why is all the housing so expensive? And what can we do to lower the price for that person? See, those are your two options. You have to get, you have to educate, you have to train, and you have to teach that person how they can afford housing, mm-hmm. or you go the other way. A government program to lower the cost and having Big Brother and Uncle Sam take care of that for you rather than the other person becoming subsistent. Mm -hmm. Now, what kind of lesson are we teaching there? And that stays with them, you know. You know, there was an old saying, um, you know, poverty is now a way of life. And uh, people learn how to make poverty a way of life. I think we all know people. They've they've learned how to navigate the system, rental assistance, pay for your heat, Mm -hmm. help with the groceries. Mm-hmm. Like dieting. Uh, we, we, know, we know how you can lose weight. And you can do it. You can do it. You know how to do it. Everybody knows how to do it. But rather than the individual doing it, they're waiting for a magic pill uh, that will do it for them. It's not going to happen. Nobody can afford housing when you're young. No. Nobody can. You don't have that kind of money to afford house housing when you're so you you have to be creative. You have to do what you can uh, if you're not going to live at home or if you're not going to go to college for four years. Or um, I bought my first house when I was thirty, and I took a picture of the check I wrote for my first house payment 
My first house payment was $526, and guess what? I couldn't afford that. <laughs> but you know what? I spent a lot of time at home because <laughs> that's what you have to do to make it work. You didn't have an option, though, because you had some guy you worked with that was riding your ass. Oh, what a prick. Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you, he was riding his butt, you know, about quit wasting your rent money, and there's FHA loans and programs available and all this and that, you know. And Well, but, that, was, um, that was in uh, 93, and I remember how lucky I felt because it had been a very long time since the interest rates were down to 7%. Mm-hmm. That's going to change. They're going up. Yep. You know what, folks? Then l- let's do this. Let's do this. Let's expand that just for the sake of this conversation a little bit about affordable housing. Okay. So then what? What are we doing? What are we doing about affordable gasoline? Here, here. Hmm? How come that's not a problem? No, that doesn't matter. How about this one? How about affordable health insurance? Remember Obamacare? Look what health ins- look what they did to your health insurance. Remember it was supposed to be cheaper. Remember John Tester and all of them? $2500 a family a year less keep your doctor, keep your plan. Remember that? How come we don't have that? How about this folks? How about affordable? How about affordable affordable groceries? Hmm? That would be nice. How about affordable groceries? We don't How come nobody's talking about affordable groceries? Um affordable power affordable clothing all of that no affordable clothing no affordable no no affordable medicine mm-hmm. um all of those things why why all of a sudden has affordable housing become this hot topic and th- that's my point it's just like recreational marijuana but nobody owes you affordable housing things cost what they cost and once again you have you have an option you have all the options there. Sure, there are a few particular cases, but you have an option where, rather than, once again, here's our approach, Governor GN40. I wish he'd come in. I got like a million things to jump him about. Rather than let's do everything we can to bring the cost of the housing and stuff down, why aren't we doing more to bring their income levels up? Right. They are underachieving then to the current market. Okay, the current market. So what you have to do is you have to raise your income levels. You have to work longer hours. You have to bring in more revenue to keep up with the pace and with inflation. Hey, and ask these people who can't afford affordable housing, whose fault is that? Who do you vote for? Who do you vote for? Why is this inflationary thing taken off so much? Huh? Do they know or they're educated why inflation happened with the government pumping zillions of dollars into economy? And you have more dollars in the economy chasing fewer goods. You have more dollars in the economy chasing fewer homes. Right. You have more dollars in the economy chasing fewer packets of toilet paper. You have more dollars in the economy chasing limited furniture limited electronics so the price goes up why that's what inflation is and why do we have it who put all of that money into the economy folks your people your people who you're turning to now for affordable housing they created the problem exactly right and you continue to vote for them because they they go the way that your social left-leaning issues go did you hear did you hear, folks, when President Trump was president, did you hear about 
the affordable housing crisis. No, you did not. People's incomes were up. Right. Stock market was rolling. And there was no inflation. None. Like 1.1% inflation, which is nothing. Right. You didn't hear it. Affordable housing. Affordable housing. Well, let's look at the price of a two by four and a, and some shingles now under Joe Biden's administration to where it was two years ago. Hmm. Why? Well, you have more dollars that they all put in trillions, folks. They put, you got, we got to remember, Republicans are just as bad. They voted for a lot of that. Remember that ominous bill that Trump and them passed? He wanted to increase the military spending and they threw in all those perks. Trillion. I was so mad about that. Trillions and trillions and trillions into the economy and they're all chasing less goods. We're still producing what we did or less now. And we have trillions and trillions of more dollars in the economy chasing all of that. So two by fours went up, shingles went up, wash machines went up, plywood, plaster, sheetrock, windows, all the things that you put into a house or an apartment building. They all went up because of their policy that put all that money in there, more money chasing fewer items. So what happens? The cost goes through the roof to build a 1,500 square foot home. So what do we need? We need the government now to come up with affordable housing plan. I'll give you the damn plan. (laughs) Check the R in the box coming up in November Mm -hmm. and stop government spending. It's simple, basic economics. I took economics 101 in college. I had to, and uh, it's one of the courses that I passed, but affordable housing. So you got to bring your income levels up. Well, I'm not going to do that. Well, then guess what? Then you're going to be in last place in the division. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're standing around waiting for the government to make your life easier the rest of your life, you're going to be you're going to be in last place. Opportunistic people, aggressive people, uh, they're making it. Especially now with the amount of money that can be made. Nope, no, nope. we want the government to bring the cost down. There's no way they can do that. It's impossible. There's no way the government can bring down the cost of a building when somebody buys all the material, invests in it, builds the building, and sets the rental rates. There's no way economically in economics that they can bring the cost down. They can't do it. There's only two ways they can do it. Number one, the supply and demand for housing and homes and apartment complex has to be readily available to where oversupply brings the cost down. Or, number two, they have to subsidize it. Mm-hmm. Which means what? More government money into the economy, which adds to inflation. So it won't bring the cost down at all. It won't. It just won't. How come we don't hear about affordable electric cars? Hmm? We don't hear about that. Affordable pickups. Affo- we need... We need poor people that have to get to work. What about affordable automobiles? When you're looking for the perfect location to host your special event, your first choice should be the Roadside Event Center. They offer a rustic and charming atmosphere and are an exceptional choice for weddings, reunions, graduation parties, anniversaries, and corporate events. Whether it's a cozy indoor party or an outdoor event, the Roadside Event Center can accommodate and they have a covered patio and a fully stocked bar. Check out Huntley's premier event center at roadsideeventcenter.com. That's R-H-O-A-D, RoadsideEventCenter.com. Boy, I'd love to get on that program. Yeah. Affordable plane tickets. Nope. One thing. A 
affordable housing. Why? Once again, in fact, I wrote a little bit about it. It's this class warfare, this income warfare, this class envy thing that they create. Like that woman, Shannon O'Brien, yesterday that pissed me off. And I wrote about her in my article yesterday a little bit. Create, create a battle between people. This government and government leadership and people we have in place right now are so screwed up, so unqualified to be in their positions. Pete Buttigieg, for instance, leading the transportation department. That guy has no experience whatsoever in anything in his life when it comes to transportation. Nothing. Not one thing. Half the people on Biden's economic team have no experience in business or economics at all. None of them. They were just put into the position. How about how about a f- affordable affordable phone service? Look what that is. Yeah. Uh, you don't hear anything about that. Nope. Just affordable housing. Affordable housing. You think all these people living on the streets, folks, in downtown Billings? You think if there was a six hundred and fifty seven hundred dollar a month apartment, you think they would rent it and live there? No. They wouldn't. No. They wouldn't live there. At 25 years old, you're supposed to be broke. You're supposed to struggle with your bills. You're supposed to you're supposed to have trouble finding a a place to live that you can afford. You're you because you're just starting. Right. You don't jump from 25 to Mari Lago in 1 year. You just don't do it. It's never happened that way for anyone ever. It's never happened. It builds character. It builds resiliency. That's that's the lessons that are taught at that age. And what are people worried about now at that age? They're worried about the weather. They're, they think that who you vote for can change the weather patterns in America. They're dumber in hell, Mark. Who you vote for is not going to change the weather patterns. Well, I voted for a Democrat in Louisiana, so now I know the hurricanes are going to be less strong. What? What the hell? You are smoking something. That's crazy. It's not going to do it. And all this, all these kind of things, folks, and I know people don't like to hear about it. Probably the gal yesterday, they called me an (laughs) a-hole. But, uh, you know, a lot of this all reverts back to education and how, what kind of person, what kind of person now are we building? What is, what is, what kind of product, if we, if we conducted our schools like a manufacturing plant, what kind of product are we producing now that's coming out of that system? Hardworking, subsistent, head on their shoulders, uh, family oriented, business savvy, economically sound, uh, prepared for the world, can read and write and add all of those kind of things. Is that what kind of product we're putting out now? No, not at all. No, we're not. Uh, Moral decay in the country. That you know, adds to it. You know, and, and I, I know that's a focus for you. That hardly even gets talked about. People just dismiss that. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to talk about it. They're elevated to a position. Mm-hmm. These people, like our superintendent and others, they're elevated to a position of majesty. Mm-hmm. They can do no wrong. Well, going back to the Emily Pennington thing, you know, they, they don't return emails they don't want to discuss. They, right. they, they won't come in and be on the radio. You can't interview them mm. unless you're from KTV COVID and right. ask all the right questions. Exactly. They're immune to criticism, but affordable housing. And so the government, the government, our forefathers of the country, they, 
The government wasn't responsible for your house. You went out with a saw and cut the logs down and built it. Mm -hmm. You know, they weren't responsible for that. The whole purpose of the country was to be less government, out of your face. Opportunity. That's what the country was about. Opportunity. Well, there is none. It's just not fair. It is fair. You've been brainwashed to believe it's not. You've been brainwashed to believe it's not. Take it from two guys who didn't come from families with money, who didn't finish college, who just punched in. That's what you do. Yeah. There's so many stories out there, people listening right now. Same thing. Hard knocks. Uh, Sleepless nights. Calloused hands. And they're fine. But it wasn't that way when they were 24, 25. Wasn't that way. Not at all. Not at all. And, and once again, I'm, uh, I'm 24, I'm living in Bozeman, and I can't afford affordable housing. Okay, great. Then move to Big Timber. Right. You might be able to find a house or an apartment in Big Timber. Well, I don't want to live there. Oh, well, let's change the whole freaking country then. Yeah. So you can live in Bozeman right. rather than Big Timber. Well, I, like these kids want to go to college. Go to Montana State. Go to UM. Go to Western. Go to someplace like that. Nope. Colorado State. They got skiing down there that is bitching. And I am going to hit the slope. No, you can't afford college. Yeah, I can. I'm, and then you get a student loan. And right. the government will give it to you. Right. But no, see, you can't afford that. What are you going to take at Colorado State? Elementary ed? Well, why didn't you go to MSUB? They got a great elementary ed program. No way. I'm going to Colorado. They could save thousands and thousands mm-hmm. won't do it no i know i want to live in hamilton i can't there's no affordable housing in hamilton well then you can't live in hamilton yet you have to live in helena not hamilton you're right but it's the entitlement thing sure it is well i'm entitled to live by the ski resort in a big sky mm-hmm. well not if you can't afford it you're not i want to live in briarwood can't live in briarwood you can live in broadview <laughs> but you can't live in briarwood <laughs> Uh, I will say the course in Broadview is not as nice. It's not as nice there. A <laughs> little dry right now. But look at all these factors. People choose people choose an area that they love and want to live in, mm-hmm. but they can't afford it yet and don't have the means to do it. You know, I'd really, I'd love to have a place down in Siesta Key. I don't have one there. Right. So I got a pond on my place. That's as close to the water as I'm going to get. And you don't you don't even spend any time there. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I can take my shirt off though when I'm out there, get a tan like that. But you just you can't. No. Meanwhile, telling you their problems. Have you seen my iPhone 13 that I just got? Yeah. Oh, and I got to stop and get some smokes. So many things go into it though. But no, we never approach anything that way. It's always society and you folks. Who have made it, you've made it so difficult and hard for the others who cannot get there. And that's BS. Give give me give me somebody. Give John Tester. Give me somebody that you know that's struggling and having trouble with affordable housing. Give me their name and I'll ask them a series of questions. <laughs> a series of questions, and we'll see if we can find what the root of the problem is. All right. We want to we want to find out why they can't afford that particular home or apartment building. I'll ask them a series of questions. And then after that series of questions, I believe that all of us together would be able to figure out why they have not been able to find a place to live. Nope, we're not going to do that. 
We're going to put the burden on our government and on society to bring everything down to their level. Where have we heard that before? We've heard that in our school systems. Rather than having 20, rather than having 20 extended studies or elevated classes or AP courses, we'll have two and then we'll have 20 special ed teachers, special ed classes and everything for the lower end. Well, they're not, we need to do that because they're not there yet. Okay, perfect. Let's ask a series of 10 questions of why, why that child is not there yet. Let's ask those questions and see if we can put our finger on the problem rather than having a government solution. All right. Well, first of all, they come from a broken family. Bingo. Number one. Right. Number one. Um, there's no there's no failing in that level. Ding, ding, ding. Number two. No failing. Um, we move them through. All right. So we're already on two things already. But the affordable housing thing can be answered with uh, with a lot of other questions and thinking. And here's another thing. Don't tell me you can't find work. <laughs> There's 11.7 million jobs. All right. Well, I lost my job and things were shut down during the pandemic. And who did that? <laughs> the people you voted for. Who did that? Who shut down things? Which governors and states shut down everything? Cost people to lose their jobs. Cost people to fall behind. And so what the government do? They send stimulus checks out. They paid people $350 a child for every child they had under the age of 18 per month, Mark. Yeah. Sending it out. What'd you do with that? Did you put that in your housing budget? <laughs> That's a lot of dough. It is. Where did all that go? More money into the economy, higher prices. How much of an impact has inflation had on rent and housing? Hmm? Look at that. You would think the governor would understand this. He was a businessman. A freshly hand-cut steak and made-from-scratch pizza is what you'll find at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill in Huntley. They've got the best roasted chicken, amazing burgers, and the best prime rib deal in the county. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they have the freshest, best meal deal going. You've got to try their loaded Bloody Mary, made with your choice of vodka, bacon, cheese, olives, pepperoncinis, a pickle spear, and topped off with a beef stick and shrimp. For great service, generous portions, and a full-service bar and casino, head to the Blue Cat Bar and Grill in Huntley. Make sure to like them on Facebook. He built a business? It's real simple. Or it appears to be simple. <laughs> Getting messages about the stuff we're talking about. And you're talking about the stimulus check. Yeah. And this one guy says, I bought a suppressor with mine. <laughs> See? There you go. There you go. It's the same thing, folks. There's a big article on it today about this debate over Metra privatization. This is the biggest joke and fiasco I've ever seen, and they continue to make this an issue. Mm-hmm. The Metra and its business up there is only about 8 to 9% of the entire county budget. That's it. Right, but it's the main talking point in everything you're hearing about. And so here's, here's the question. Should Metra, should Metra be responsible for paying its own way? Or, or do we, we need affordable entertainment. Let's use it in the terms of the house. We need affordable entertainment. So we need the county taxpayers to pump in millions and millions of dollars so we can have affordable recreation. And you know where those county tax dollars come from, folks? Guess where they come from? Hmm? They come from your tax dollars, your property, property tax dollars. What? Yeah. 
Oh, let's get back to this affordable housing thing. All right. Let's get back to this affordable housing thing. Property taxes. Property taxes on a venue. Property taxes on a restaurant. Property taxes on your home. Hmm. What makes that more expensive? Property taxes, right? Right. And where do our property tax dollars go? Well, they go to Metro Park, Mm -hmm. but people want affordable recreation. But we can't, we have no affordable housing. You see the vicious circle that this works? But where do they go with the answer? Society and government, they're the ones. You have to fix it. But we still want all this. Why doesn't Yellowstone County get in the restaurant business? We're in the recreational business. Apparently. Why don't we have the county subsidize Jake's downtown or the Ribbon Chop House? I'm sure those guys would love to have county tax dollars coming into their facility mm-hmm. to help them, just like the folks at Metro Park that provide entertainment. And then I could get a $10 famous filet. I like that. Wouldn't that be great, folks? But it doesn't work that way. No, we want affordable recreation. Balanced budgets. You have to have a balanced budget in your house to make it work. We need a balanced budget at Metro Park to make it work. They need to take in the revenue necessary to keep that facility operating and running, period. So if they can't do it with ticket sales and events, they get it from you. Right. Come right to your pocket. Take it out of your pocket. And guess what? Then you can't afford your rent or your home. <laughs> affordable housing. Mark. I know. This, the whole thing is a revolving circle. If they go private, sell it. Sell it to them. Sell it to the guy who wants to sell them the whole damn place. You own it. Right. You are responsible for it. Because that's true privatization. Sure. But what they're talking about is not going to be true privatization. Just like the Jake's or just like the Ribbon Chop House or just like any of the other one. They own it. They have to run it. They have to operate it. They have to offer. They offer a service and a commodity to the public that they like. They charge a price. People pay it. And they can make it work. But you can't you can't do it both ways. Right. You can't pump county money and people's tax dollars all into that facility and have a private guy run it because then he's got no uh no risk. Paul, I'm going to privatize uh your farm. And I don't know if we're gonna grow any wheat or anything, but uh right. I'll, I'll be in charge of it and I have no risk. Wouldn't it be great? It would. Wouldn't it be great for all ag operations to have the counties pay for the operation of all of it, but let a private guy just have it? And Well, that would be great. It's got to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. But uh, all of those things all come into play if you look hard enough and you look long enough at it. Mm-hmm. It all it all works. It's all in the same circle. You people that have don't have affordable housing, here's another one. You want another one? I'll give you another one. You're out there working every day. You're making $30,000, $35,000 a year. You just started. You're in the workforce. How do you like giving a third of that to the government? What? Yeah. How do you, you, because see, when you get your paycheck, if you look at it, they take all theirs first. That's right. The state, the feds, Medicare, social security tax, that is all taken out of your check. But the problem is society. Is making it so you can't afford your damn apartment or home. Uh-huh. Nobody looks at that stuff coming out of their check. And who did that to you? The same people you're looking for for answers. The government. And who who's behind all that? The very people you put in office. The country could run on a 10% tax. 10%. Give us the basic necessities that we need. 
We need to take care of our forests and our parks. We need a military. Mm-hmm. We need an, uh, a system to take care of our roads, our bridges, and our highways. Okay. Affordable housing. Mm-hmm. But the people who aren't paying taxes or pay very little in taxes mm-hmm. are never going to vote no. for that. Never will. No. But see, they, they, they're missing where all of this income is going. They, they miss where, where uh, the reason why their income level isn't at the level needed to get the housing. All of those kind of things, they all come into play. All come into play. So I hope whoever is on this task force. 26 of them. 26 of them all have these kind of discussions uh, first before they decide to just start doling out checks. Right. Well, and here in Montana, we've got a surplus that they're not giving us back. You know what would help pay rent? Give us our money back. That's another one. Overcharged you for taxes. Overcharged. Overcharged the apartment building owners who paid the property tax that decide on what the rents are. See? Vicious circle. We didn't get any Neil Diamond today either, did we? Uh, actually, I was I was thinking Neil. Yeah. Coming up after the spots, Neil Diamond, that's for us. 12 after 6. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Hudley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at.